Hi, this is Mitch Doan, and along with Jamie Richardson, we're your hosts of the Breakthrough Active podcast. We aim to deep dive into health and fitness that will help bring you a better understanding of topics that are of interest to you and can help you on your own journey. If you are enjoying the episodes, we'd love for you to leave us a rating on the platform you listen to your podcasts. Enough from me, sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Hello, welcome back again to the Breakthrough Active podcast. We've been on a little bit of a hiatus due to me being overseas, but finally we're back. Newcastle's number one podcast, back in business with co-host Stephen Cooley. Welcome, mate. Hey, mate. How are you? How's Bali? Good? Mate, Bali was fun, but like I have mentioned a few times, I got a little bit crook for a few days, and uh, that put a bit of a dampener on things. Just yeah, 30 It's not Bali. Then. I want to be Bali belly, mate. Well, it wasn't even really barley belly. Like, to be honest, even though I didn't test positive, I think it might have been the big C. The vid? Yeah. I don't know. Like, it wasn't diarrhea or vomiting. Like, it was just like a really bad headache and body aches and some fever. So, so no, no, no flies following you around? <laughs> nah, no, no flies. <laughs> didn't do this. No, no Stephen Cooley special. <laughs> Thank goodness for that. <laughs> But no, it was still fun. Kate had a good time and I had a good time when I was feeling good. So it's, um, I don't know if you're like this, but whenever I get back or whenever I finish a holiday, I always really enjoy getting back to Australia. I feel like just the nice clean air and the good quality water and good quality food, like there's, you kind of miss it by the end of a holiday. Yeah, I think it. I think definitely it depends where you go. I think as well because obviously I just got back from Singapore, but like it's very, very westernized. But I dare say, like somewhere like Bali, hundred percent because it's just a, just a different world over there. Yeah, great for what it is, but by the time it's over, I'm ready to ready to come back. But no, nah, good fun. And you've got something exciting actually happening tomorrow, mate. Well, want to share that? Oh yeah, how good. Um, so Jamie and I. Uh, if people don't know, we're big uh, basketball fans. And um, we're going down to uh, just pretty well just to shake hands and just have like a 20-second chat and a photo with Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal. How good. NBA legend. Big Diesel. It'd be awesome. I can't wait to see how big he is. And I'm like honestly going to look like a garden gnome next to him because he's about seven foot tall and about 160. He's going to be huge. When you shake his hand, it'll just like swallow yours. It'll just <laughs> it like you know they say like the, it feels like a catcher's mitt. It'll probably actually feel like a catcher's mitt. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing just how much of a presence he is. So it'll be very very interesting. He's a really good dude. He's so funny. I love watching him on Inside the NBA. But it'll be uh, yeah something to remember. You get a photo, have a chat, talk some shit. Yeah, like it's it's crazy. Like you know it's it's in Sydney, so. You know, the argument is like, why are you driving all the way down for that? But it's just just the fact it's a once in a lifetime thing just to get a photo with Shaq. Yeah. Of all people. You know, so yeah, be cool. Be good fun. He'll have to say something about like barbecue chicken alert or something. You know how he says that one? I was going to ask him, um, why did he take the role of the genie in Kazam? (laughs) He'd laugh at that. It's just something that people aren't going to ask him. Yeah. Righto. Well, no, that will be fun, mate. Looking forward to seeing you look like about four foot three next to him. Yeah, I know. I'll look like Brody next to me. <laughs> actually, actually. 
Right, I've got a couple of different things we're going to talk about today, mate. So nothing too, um, nothing too pressing. Keeping it quite mm-hmm. lighthearted today, but yep. a couple of different topics. So we'll uh, we'll just go through this first one, then on to number two, and then finish number three. So I'll lead the way with number one. I'll ask you, and then I'll put my two cents in. But it's about podcasts. Obviously, we are now Newcastle's number one podcast, and that has still still yet to be uh determined yet to be yet to be proven but i'm fairly sure it is i mean no one said any different nobody's argued the point to me of late so i'm claiming it still in newcastle's number has to be uh but outside of that of course what is your favorite podcast that you'll listen to my favorite podcast to listen to again this is purely because i'm a big basketball fan and my favorite podcast is the draymond green podcast What's it called again? Um, I haven't. It's called. It's literally called the Draymond oh, Green podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, if for those that don't know who Draymond Green is, he uh, he plays for uh, the Golden State Warriors in the NBA, and he's a uh, four-time champion. And you know, often he gives his analysis on different things. And he's actually a really smart guy. Like he's really switched on, really smart. And he often gets uh, different NBA players on, and just has a bit of a bit of a chinwag with him. And Draymond's also very well known for his uh, trash talk. So he, he so he's not afraid to, to to let loose as well. So it always makes for a pretty good uh, episode from episode to episode. Yeah, he's really good on TV too. Whenever I see yeah. him, uh, like doing the stuff with Shaq or, you know, with, um, with those guys there on TNT, He's just got a very good outlook on the game. And I think especially podcasts for a podcast, being able to have like other players on who would respect him, they can actually just talk like a bit of basketball and talk about things that maybe they wouldn't talk about with just another host. So mm-hmm. that would be cool. I haven't actually listened to it. I've seen clips of it on YouTube, but I haven't actually um sat down and listened to, to him specifically. Yeah, it's worth it's worth the time, especially if you're a basketball fan. Like over the last little while I've listened to he's he's done a few one on one one on ones with a few big names. Like he's done a few he's done a one on one with uh, Steph Curry and he's done one with uh, Joel Embiid and one with Jason Tatum and a few others. And yeah, he's just, he's just really insightful and a, just a really smart guy. Yeah. Yeah he seems to be like not only basketball wise but just very clued in with society and a lot of other things that they would talk about. There's a couple of good, um, like, like JJ Reddick's got one now, right? He's really he's really switched on and really intelligent as well. So yeah, bit, bit, like, bit like us, to be honest with you. More or less. <laughs> I don't know if he's quite <laughs> on our level, but he's getting there. Well, he's uh, apparently like so. so we're clearly, we're number one in Switzerland, thanks to Roger Federer. <laughs> thanks, Rog. But um, yeah, apparently JJ's podcast is like number. I think it's like number eight in Switzerland. So. As I said, this is not not quite up to our standards yet, but JJ, a little bit of work, mate. You might get up there. Getting there. Mine uh, mine is very, very different. Probably couldn't be any more different than yours or uh, Newcastle's number one. And I'm just look- yeah. the reason why I'm just looking down is because I'm just getting it up here on my phone to make sure I got the name right. But it's actually that they've stopped making episodes now. So they they stopped, I think it was last year. But it's a podcast called True Blue Crime. So it's an Australian yep. crime podcast just hosted by a guy and a girl from Melbourne. And they mm-hmm. uh, it only went for a couple of years. Let me just have a look. Uh, I, I knew you were going to say something like that, crime-related, crime because crime I know how much you love your, your crime stories. Yeah. 
Yeah, 83 episodes. So I went for a couple of years. I think they pretty much did like a weekly one. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, really cool because it covers nothing but Australian um, crime stories from like way back, you know, old 50s, 60s, 70s, but also like ones more recently like the Sydney Siege uh, and ones that have happened, you know, in the last sort of decade that I definitely remember. So yep. it's just really cool to have a really, I guess, good analysis of of the the crimes, and it's just interesting. I I I like any true crime stuff, but I think especially because it was Australian, like it was. Some, I remember there was one that was about um, kidnapping and a murder in Stockton. So it's like yeah, yeah, cool to think how local and how close it is. But they, um, yeah, there's been a lot of a lot of bad stuff last probably 50 years <laughs> yeah no good have you like this is like it's still on topic but it's a little bit off topic at the same time like when you listen to those crime documentaries like whether they be i think it hits you a little bit more as you said uh if it's in australia because it's close to home yeah but if you're like you're up like late at night and late at night to us is probably about 8 p.m um like let's say if you, you got the podcast on it's, it's going you're listening to the story can you go to bed straight after it because if i'm li listening to a podcast like that or if i'm watching one of those like documentaries i need to put on something light before i go to bed otherwise it's like doing silly buggers in my head first yeah um yeah i'm probably the same as you and i i i listen to this more like through the day but yeah if i there's been times when i've like been watching um some sort of crime thing at nighttime on netflix and then you go into bed yep. and your mind's still racing like yeah not that i'm scared i'm gonna get abducted or anything like that <laughs> yeah. but it's just yeah very thought-provoking so my mind my mind just races and i've had a bit of a hard time like getting to sleep actually because it's still on my mind but yeah if, yeah. I, if I was listening to this like over night time and then i tried to go into bed i'd, I'd have a tough time so tend to do it in the day but there's a lot of actually really good ones on Netflix at the moment. One of them, um, you might have seen it pop up. It's about I kill. It's called I kill just killed my father or I killed my father. I've, yeah. I haven't seen it. It's, it's good. Should watch it. He. Um, I won't spoil it, but it's an American. I've been loving the docos lately, so I might I might get around and watching it for sure. Yeah, but this yeah it was very sad when this one stopped. I think they just they both had jobs and stuff, so it's not like they had ample time. But just they were so well done too that they've done like a lot of research. I mean, very similar to us where we we're researching for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> yeah. Not up. off the cuff at all. Yeah, that's just not, not, <laughs> yeah. my, not my style. <laughs> no. So it just obviously got too much of them. But anyone who likes a bit of true crime and Australian true crime at that, have a look at true blue crime and you won't be disappointed. I might get amongst it too. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Another very hard hitting topic. Uh, one that's required a lot of research on our behalf. Yeah. Uh, I'll ask you first again. So when we when we're eating lunch on yep. a day to day basis, yeah. if you could only eat one thing for lunch for the rest of your life, only one thing, and it can be as specific or as broad as you want it to be, uh, mm -hmm. what would it be? Zinger stacker combo. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 it's, 
you know what I do love is in a stack of box, just quietly. Shout out KFC, Newcastle number one podcast. Given just give just giving local little businesses a bit of a plug. Yeah. Um, my my number one thing that I could easily eat like over and over and over again is sushi. Yeah, good one. Like one hundred percent. I never get sick of it. If I if ever like if ever I'm out and about and I'm sort of like scrounging and a bit uns, unsure about what to get, it's always sushi at the end of it. I'm always like, oh, look, unless I feel like something specific. If I'm I'm in an R and I'm just like oh, I don't know, I, like I always turn to sushi every time. Yeah, uh, that's not my answer, but I'm like with you there. Like that's that's one of my favorite foods for sure. And I think because it's just like so basic, like it is just like rice and meat or whatever or you know whatever like it's kind of just very normal foods but when it's all mixed together it's yeah fantastic so so is yours a zinger stacker box as well Mm, yeah how'd you know (laughs) big kfc fan hey guys just very quickly if you have been enjoying our podcast and you've been watching us on youtube i would love for you to subscribe to our channel if you've been listening to our podcast Give us a follow, give us a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify or wherever it is that you've been listening to us. It really helps the channel grow and I would be extremely appreciative and grateful if you took a moment to do that for me. Okay, that's it from me. Enjoy the rest of the show. Before I say mine, what's your favorite type of sushi? Oh, it it changes from from day to day, mate. But I'd probably have to say, like, I'd probably have to say tuna, just classic. Avo, tuna. tuna avo. Yeah, tuna avo, a bit of soy. Yeah. Good yeah. gear. Yeah. Love Salmon that. Salmon avo, chicken and avo, anything in avo on tuna is uh, with sushi, sorry. People blow up like, people blow up if you have the chicken stitzel ones. They say like, that's not sushi. I don't care. It still tastes good. Katsu. Whatever. They love me some love that. Love that. That's good stuff. I'm, I'm very intrigued to find out what yours is, mate. I'm not, I'm, I assume it's not pizza. Nah, well, I do love pizza, but I don't. I didn't really view that as a, a lunchtime food, just because it's probably a bit more dinnerish. And I kind mm. of took into health consideration a little bit, even though like I didn't have to. Um, yeah. But it's a bit of a strange one, a strange one, because I don't really even eat this that that often. But if I had to choose something that was semi healthy, and I had to eat all the time, it would be like a toasted sandwich of sorts. So like yeah. like like on a focaccia or or, or something oh, like that. Oh right. And, okay. and having like if we're getting specific, probably would have chicken and some cheese and some avo and a bit of like tomato and a bit of chili sauce. Cool. Yeah. And but I'm not like I mean I I could, could kind of have it with most things and I'd enjoy it. But yeah. I don't know who invented the the toasted machine, the toasty maker. Mm-hmm. But there's something about sandwiches when they get toasted that just makes them that much better. Do you reckon his last name is Breville? Katie Breville. <laughs> <laughs> Katie Breville. Love that. Stuart Breville, maybe. Her husband. I'll tell you what, mate. Like if you're if you're keen on some some Brevilles, and a, a go-to of mine is actually veggie mite cheese and avocado. Ooh. It is actually red hot. I was I was really skeptical when I first had a Vegemite and cheese and avocado toasty, but like it is next level. It is they just mix together so good. 
Well, Vegemite and cheese goes great. I know that to be true. I've had that plenty of times growing up. And avocado, as far as I'm concerned, goes on everything. So cereal, the work. Yes, <laughs> yours. Yeah. Give a nutrient grain with your avocado. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And top of your meat pie. Absolutely. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. So toast sandwich. Of, I mean, even just like a, I wouldn't just have this, but like just a good old fashioned cheese toasty. It's it's hard to go past that. Yeah, it needs to be bigger though. Like it needs to be the it needs to be the yeah. good stuff. Like yeah, can't, yeah, not, can't not single business. Like nah. get that out of it. Bigger, like it needs to be bigger. Coon, the works, yeah. all that. Yeah, you, you got to spend up a little bit more on the cheese. Get your slice crap out of here. Yeah. <laughs> crap, 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 get out. But no, well, with you, mate, that's, I'm, I'm getting to be peckish. Yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't mind a Katie, Katie Breville right now. Big KB. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, last one now, mate. We're keeping it yep. fairly shortish today. I'll let you introduce this one. This was your question. Well, it's getting it's getting out of time. It's getting very exciting. I know a lot of people are rugby league fans. We're two weeks out from the NRL finals, and I've, I I like this. This gets said every year, but I truly believe it this year. And I feel like this might be the the most intriguing final series in the last like ten years, purely off the basis that I think more than like two teams can actually win the win the premiership. I think about six different sides can make the grand final. Like I think it's just I, I, I think it's that up in the air. So my question to you, mate, is like gun to your head, which two teams play in this year's grand final and who wins it? <coughs> Oh man, that's a really, really tough. Not Newcastle, Cleary. Oh, you sure? No, I think oh, it's Knights. Knights will Knights will be there. Knights um, Titans. Yeah, they're playing this week. That's the game that stops the nation. <laughs> Can the Knights nice Jagger win? <laughs> oh, probably not. I actually, <laughs> I think I've I think I've picked them, but I'm not confident. Um, <laughs> Okay, so it's a very, very good question. Now, I'm going to assume that, like, these two, unless, like, I don't know exactly who's going to be playing who if all, you know, like, the top teams go through in these rounds. I mean, the top yeah. the top eight isn't even, like, set in stone yet, but providing that there's no clashes with with anyone or anything, um, I think Penrith will be there. I think they'll get yeah. Cleary back and they'll... They'll um they'll find their way because they've still had like a really good season. Like obviously they've they've fallen off a little bit here um, the last couple of weeks since Cleary's gone. I, I don't even know exactly how many they've lost, but I think prior to this they'd only lost one game the whole season. Is that was that right? They they lost two they lost two games that the, the game they lost they lost to Parramatta earlier in the year yeah. and then they lost another one to Parramatta but Cleary got sent off like after like twelve yeah. minutes. Yeah, so with Cleary, they've lost, yeah, that one oh, yeah. to Para, yeah. and then they lost again. So, um, yeah. yeah, so I think they'll be there. I think it's pretty hard to go past them unless they unless they play Parramatta. <laughs> they, they might beat them. <laughs> and then Eagles will get them again. Yeah, and uh, you're gonna be you're gonna be proud of me for saying this next one, mate. I think it's the Sharks. Let's go. I think it's the Sharks. <laughs> I, I think I think they're. I don't want to say they're a dark horse because I think everyone's pretty, you know, knowingly realizing that they're a good side this year. But they're just sitting there, and I think third, 
and playing good footy, like winning the games they should win. And I I think they're I think they're a good chance this year. So yeah, I like it, mate. Sharks, Penrith. I, I would like to see the Sharks win just because Penrith sort of been there. But yeah, yeah I think yeah. Penrith Sharks and I think Penrith will win. Penrith get it, grand final day. Yeah. That's a pretty mate. I, I've said to people like over the last few weeks, I've said you can almost say most teams are going to play in the grand final, and I wouldn't even argue with you. Mm. Uh, like it's one of those years. Like you could say whoever, um, but I think first and foremost, I think uh, my tip is Penrith will be there grand final day. Just purely again, like I just think they're they're far and away the best team in the comp, and I. You know, it's not worrying me that they've lost a few games purely because, like, their, their halves have been out, like Jerome Luai and, and Nathan Cleary and um, a few forwards and that. So, uh, and they've been playing together for years since their junior days. So, it's not like the come finals time when they're all back. It's not like they might be a little bit rusty, but because they just know each other so well, I, I just think that they're just going to click straight back into gear anyway. So I, I, I don't think they're going to have any problems. I dare say they'll probably play Melbourne first week of the finals because first will play fourth. And I think, I still think they'll, they'll, they'll get the job done. And then who they play in the grand finals, it's hard because I, the Cowboys are sitting second. I just, I just, I don't see them getting there for some yeah. reason. I, I have either, like the Sharks, Roosters, and probably Melbourne are probably. The three teams I'm probably tossing and turning with, but oh, mate, I'm not just saying this out of bias. I agree. I, I think the Sharks will be there grand final day. I, I just think we've just got the right mix of youth, um, old heads, uh, hard running forwards, and some exciting backs. And our our main man, that Nick, Nico Hines, this year, by the year, he's he, he's he could probably be the Dalian player of the year this year. So you know, we've, we've we could have potentially have the best player in the comp in our team. So I think we're firing on all cylinders now too. And I think if I had gun to my head, not just out of bias, I, I agree. I think it might actually be a Panthers versus the Sharks in the grand final. And unfortunately, I agree with you. I think I just think Penrith might be a little bit too classy on the day. But I, I like the... I like the thought of, you know, you have to lose one to win one because I still think the Sharks are a little bit inexperienced there at times as well. And similar to Penrith a few years ago, they, they made the grand final against the Storm and uh, after having like a phenomenal year and they won minor, the minor premiership and they, they end up losing on grand final day. And since then, obviously, you know, what's happened then? They've been the benchmark team since. So uh, I think we probably have to lose one to win one and I think might be this year, but you know, it's going to take a very, very special team and a, uh, to beat Penrith on their day. And it's probably going to, you know, Penrith probably going to have to be off just a little bit on that day to lose, I think. Yeah, I, th- I think I like what you said at the start where there are there are six teams, I think, that could make the grand final. Like definitely five, the two we yeah. mentioned, Cowboys, Storm and Roosters. And then I think Parramatta can pretty much beat any team on their day, and if they have a couple of games in a row, and then you've got the Bunnies who have been playing like really good footy. They've won, like they narrowly lost against Penrith, but before that had won six or seven out of the last seven or whatever. And then eighth place will be well, Broncos. Yeah, probably. Or the Raiders. Yeah, Raiders <laughs> coming home to cot, but they won't do it. But yeah, like there's seven, there's seven teams out of the eight that are. Like you wouldn't want to face the bunnies, like no, like they would, 
they could do some damage. They could beat a couple of I don't of think teams. they even want to face Parramatta. Like, Parramatta yeah. are dangerous on their day. That's what, yeah, but they, they're, they're just very inconsistent. That's that's their problem. But they if they play well, they can they can beat any of those teams and still, like, the only teams who have beaten Penrith and done it twice, like, something. But, yeah, I agree. The Cowboys just not not probably there. Same Same sort of principle as the... Sharks, where they're kind of their first year at the top there for a while. So I think they might just need a bit of experience there. Uh, but, yeah, Roosters in Melbourne, they've got the experience. They could. Yeah. And Roosters are coming well too. You just can't write them off, the, those those two teams, just because they've just got too many too many players with too much experience and too much class that come, you know, come the big games, they just know how to get it done. Yeah. Be very interesting. It's gonna be it's gonna be a really fun final series to watch. Like first week, obviously, all the way through the grand final. There's gonna be a lot of good games, and you're not really yeah, sure gonna go through. With with this final series, it'll be the first time in a while. I think I'll pretty well be glued to my like glued to the TV to watch all of it. So mm. I think week Fighting to week, time. it's just it can, be any, it can be anyone's anyone's game to win or lose. And you never know. The Knights could come home really strong and snag eighth place and. Get off to the races from there. Yeah, they'll, they'll win their last two games, finish a tidy 13th. Good job. They'll use, they'll use their joke around the last few rounds and get double the points and make it into eighth. I need that, by the way. Speaking of, damn, I, I've got one joker left to go, and if I if I snag a good round, I might like get up to a nice tidy seventh. <laughs> ten. I'll be struggling to make the top ten. One thing I didn't realise... And you might have realised. I don't know if you've got got this, uh, had this happen to you or not. But perfect round, you get ten points. What? Yeah, perfect round is ten points this year. Here I come, Adam Whipper. Yeah, here I come. So let's go. I, um, and I made the rules, so I should know this because there's like I just couldn't remember doing it. You can choose yeah. how many bonus points you get for a perfect round. And that's how Adam got so far ahead. He's had a couple of perfect rounds, so he's just skipped away. But, yeah, this round is gone. There was quite a few people who got perfect round, and I thought, shit, they got 10 points. More makes yeah. sense now. That's why I'm so far behind. No perfect rounds. And I, I got a perfect round and forgot the Thursday game, so I didn't get any extra points. Thanks. <laughs> Have you even remembered to put your Thursday tip in ever? Oh, like I think this year out of like 20, like, so what is it, 23 rounds, I think I've probably forgot easily 10 times. So there's 13 tips. I could have won this. You've been lucky, though. I've sort of seen that there's been some that you've forgotten and you've got the away team and you've just got it anyway. You beauty. How good's that? <laughs> just right jagging on. my way. We'll, uh, we'll leave it there, mate, but some interesting picks some interesting podcasts and some interesting lunch choices. So lots of interesting things to be taken away from this. Get around it, gang. Do yourself a favour. Get around it all. Panther Sharks, get on that malt, Get on that uh, as a bet. The Draymond Green podcast and a bit of sushi. You beauty. <laughs> While we're having a Katie Breville and, and uh, enjoying some true crime. <laughs> a big KB. Love that. <laughs> Righto, mate. Thanks for thanks for that. Thanks, mate. All right. All right, guys. Catch us. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If there is a topic you'd like us to discuss that we haven't already, please make sure you reach out 
in Facebook Messenger and we'll do our best to cover it in the upcoming episodes. For those of you enjoying the podcast, we'd love for you to like, subscribe and leave us a rating. It really helps us grow and spread the good word. Hoping you're all having a great day and we'll be sure to see you on the next one.